welcome to another episode of the Get Out of Gaming Plus podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Ben. And I'm Alex. And we do a weekly podcast talking about all things nerdy, whether it be video games, whether it be movies, anime, comics, you name it. That was my dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is not the way I want to start it. But anyway, uh, great show today. Uh, we're going to talk about Sony's tone deaf email that was sent out. We're going to talk about the ACEN COVID changes. Uh, and then we're going to talk about PlayStation Plus. They had a list of what their PlayStation Plus tiers are going to look like and what games are going to come out. Uh, and Alex and I have a lot to say about that. Um, <clears throat> before we get into that, uh, we're going to talk about what we're playing and hidden trophies. But if I can go on a quick tangent, Alex, I didn't tell you I was going to do this. Oh, wow. But it is Mental Health Awareness Month here. Uh, I don't know if many people know this, but I work in the industry of mental health. I hey, think. Wait, let me let me let me do this. There you go. Oh, I get that platform. You got the floor to yourself. Okay. Uh, it's very <laughs> important with everything we have going on to understand mental health and to get help when you need it. And I also think that life is very stressful. So find that thing for yourself to kind of let things go and to relax and let your stresses go. And it's super important to have those things um, available. And with it being Mental Health America Month or Mental Health uh, Awareness Month, I just want to kind of bring that up. I know our listeners, you know, maybe you uh, are dealing with mental health, but it's okay. There's definitely places to get help. So that was my tangent. All right. I did. So we're going to start with Alex. Alex, what have you been playing or what, uh, what what hidden trophies do you have? Um, what I've been playing. So I've been playing a bunch of random things. I'm testing out a bunch of things. I also have a bunch of hidden trophies here or there, but they're all out in the other room. So I was stupid and didn't bring them in here. Um, it's just a bunch of random stuff. Um, I've been testing out my PS2 some more, my Japanese PS2. Um, I've been also um, testing out just uh, some 3DS games I bought and stuff like that. Um, but uh, the thing I played probably the most is probably actually no, I didn't even think I I think I streamed no, I didn't even stream Dot Hack last week. I don't think I did. Um, yeah, so the only thing I've really been playing, I would say is I got Switch Sports, and I played a little bit of that. And um, I played it in bed, too. But you can't play handheld mode. So, like, I took off the two Joy-Cons and then, like, did, like, the tabletop on the side of my bed. And I was, like, bowling like this. And um, I kept getting strikes, I guess, because of how short my bowling was. Um, but, yeah, I played online and played some of that. It's really fun um for what it is i'm i'm sure it's even better when you're actually playing it as intended right. but um yeah i i enjoy it uh, enough um i need to get back to dot hack and stuff but otherwise like i played a little bit more kingdom hearts um on the ps2 uh japanese the original japanese kingdom hearts um so i am in the alice in wonderland stage alice just disappeared so um now we have to do the Cheshire's cat stuff, or maybe we just did that. I forget. But anyway, you're about to fight the the fire, like the the guy with the fire, like in the twirlies. <laughs> um, 
uh, sticks, the whatever we call it, drumsticks or whatever. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm about to do that, and yeah, I. Otherwise, not much else. I did buy a lot on Sunday. Uh, shout out to uh, Game Fox is really cool. Um, Game Fox on uh, whatnots and uh, Instagram as well. Game Fox thirty five, I believe. Um, he uh, got me a bunch of cool stuff, and I've only known this person for about like a month, and it's awesome. I mean, I bought them. I paid for games and stuff and i asked um once but uh yeah i have like eight uh let's see let's see like five detective conan games and three lupon games uh coming in the mail and one of the lupon the third games is a ps1 uh visual novel um that is kind of like a sequel to my favorite movie. It's a sequel to The Castle of Cagliostro. Um, it's all Japanese only and stuff like that, so I'm gonna like need to write stuff down, use a translator, all that kind of stuff. But still, like, it's a visual novel, so I should have time to pause, I should have time to like actually enjoy and read it. Um, and then, uh, so that was PS1 game. The, the other two Lupin games are Sega Saturn, but luckily we have a Sega Saturn that's Japanese in our household now. Um, and they're interactive movies, so I don't know what oh, that nice. means. I, I'm I'm hoping that means it's like it's Dragon's Lair or something like that. So like in there, it's like Lupin Chronicles and Lupin Case File or something. So I'm I'm really curious to see what that means, and I'm excited for that. And then I have some Detective Conan games for PS One. Um, I think some for let's see some ds ones as well and then there's one for the wonder swan which is complete in box but i don't have a wonder swan yet i do have two detective conan wonder swan games though um those wonder swans are going up in price i mean they're they're not yeah. cheap yeah exactly especially because like wonder swans are really interesting because they're made by uh gunpei yakoi uh the person who like made the original game boy and like the virtual boy and all that kind of stuff um and uh, they're basically Game Boys for Bandai. And um, they take one battery, like one, I think, AAA or maybe AA battery just in the back, and they just work. Um, the first Wonder Swans are kind of like normal, like a dot matrix type color, I believe. I believe they're like green. Um, and then there's a Wonder Swan color. And then there's something called a Wonder Swan crystal, um, which is like a better version of the color. Um, that has a little bit better performance and some other stuff. So it's like, um, I don't know. It, it's like a, a Game Boy, Game Boy Color, maybe and then somewhere in between the Game Boy Color and Game Boy Vans. Um, but uh, yeah, I need to find one of those here soon because I'm starting to collect some of those. Um, it'd be cool to have, especially because there are a lot of really cool Digimon games on the Wonder Swan. And um, they are visual novel, like RPG type stuff um, as well. And they tell stories, um, like their own stories, as well as like stories um, for, I believe, connected, like loosely connected to like some of the anime and stuff. Because I believe uh, Digimon Tamers, which is the third season or third series, which is the one with uh, like the one where they swipe the cards. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. Um, actually, the one where they 
swipe the cards. Um, yeah, I still have a Digivice sitting on my desk. Um, the D-Arc is what it's called. Um, yeah, that one uh, in that series, like the second half, when spoilers for Digimon, they go to the Digital World. Big shock. Um, but uh, they meet someone in there, and the kid who they meet seems to be the kid from the Wonderswan games. So it's kind of interesting how that happens. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, not really playing much, not really doing much. It's kind of uh, looking at stuff, buying some things here or there. Um, but I'm, I haven't bought anything this week, if you don't count Sunday. Uh, I haven't bought anything this week yet. It's, uh, actually, yeah, I don't think I bought anything Saturday either. So like, uh, I have a couple things coming in the mail here um i have a cut uh i got ended up getting another dot hack i got um dot infection but the japanese version of that um and then that's coming with some stupid pregame um so get ready for another game then that you can probably just have depending on how much it's actually worth but um yeah, uh, not really much else. I need to get I need to get the bouncer. Uh, I don't. Oh, oh I do have the bouncer. Didn't I you got buy that? The, you bought the Japanese version, right? Yes, and it's uh, it's in English, completely in English. Really? You can switch it. So that's a thing on the back of it. Like, I guess this was a thing. Um, I meant to text you about it. Um, I guess that was a thing with like early PS2 games, or at least specifically with this, is that um they knew that they wanted to make it English. So I guess it was dubbed first and then they had a Japanese dialogue for it. Um, but on the back of the box, they say like it's in either English or Japanese and you can switch the menu to Japanese and English as well. Um, on, on that so s- it's completely in Japanese and English and I can just, I can play it in the way that you've experienced it. I can play it with the, with the English, uh, voices and the english menus and all that stuff and it's the same exact game it's just for some weird reason that's like the only game that does that i uh it's like the super robot games super robot wars mm-hmm. um that is actually a japanese switch game mm-hmm. but um when you when you first turn it on it says do you want english or do you want japanese and so if you hit english now all the voice work is in japanese mm-hmm. but uh, there's subtitles in English. So that's really cool. Um, because Alex has been getting so much stuff on whatnot, I actually decided to log on one day, and then uh, it caused me to buy things as well. Uh, yeah. Which, uh, the NES is becoming more and more difficult to buy for. It is getting more and more expensive. Uh, I presently, right now, if I have my phone real quick, um, my I started off with 60 games in one purchase. And now I have 262 games, uh, which that's a lot for this console. Um, so yeah, it, it it's it's taken several years, but uh, I got for the uh, audio Ooh. listeners, I got Gauntlet too, and I got a steal of a price on this. Um, ten bucks. Yeah, I mean, basically, I think I got like less than ten bucks. Um, no one wanted it. Um, but the one that I got, I have tried to buy this before and it has not been successful is destiny of the emperor from Capcom. Um, 
this one is just one of those ones that's really becoming more difficult to find. Mm-hmm. Um, so I paid $30 for it. It's about a $40 game. But in the last week or so, um, since I've got it, it's gone up in price already. Oh, wow. Um, NES, for some reason, is spiking. Uh, <clears throat> like, I have, I have an app to keep track of my games just because I have so many just to make sure mm-hmm. I don't buy duplicates because I'm never going to remember every one of those games. So how oh, I am, although I need to do that for my Japanese games now. Because I'm going to tell you it's difficult. Um, so I can go by vo- like value of what value stuff is, but let me tell you like real quick. So these are the top five games that are rare that I own. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the two um, Advanced Dungeons & Dragon games are are rare. Mm -hmm. But uh, Batman Returns on NES. Oh, yeah. Bubble Bobble. Yep. And Captain America by Data East and the Avengers are like my rarest games. And they've gone up in price a lot. Now, obviously, my Advanced Dungeons & Dragons is like $300 now. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I have the second one as well, um, Heroes. Um, but if you look at value, the top three obviously are, well, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, what was that? Um, Dungeons and Dragons, Castlevania 3, and then G.I. Joe. I own the second G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe. But do you know what the fourth game is? If you look by value, like how much it's worth? You will never get this. Uh, Fisher Price Firehouse Rescue. It's oh yeah, sixty dollars now, and I think I told you when I bought it on whatnot, I got yeah. it for like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. It's weird. I presently need only one more Sesame Street game, and it's very hard to come by. It's like um, the Count has his own NES game, and it's I know what you're talking about. It's yep. it's hard. Um, you know, like I don't bid on ones like like Knight Rider shows up all the time and Bigfoot and some of these other ones. Yeah. Because I feel like they're so common, you know, everywhere. Yep. But some of the ones I bought in the last couple of months, that Ren and Stimpy game, I've never seen it out. Uh yeah, never Battletoads is starting to get harder to get. Bubble yep. Bobble is getting harder to get. Um yeah. I was smart and bought uh, what was it? Donkey Kong Jr. Black Label? For yeah, because 20... all Donkey Kong games are getting expensive. I bought it for $25, and it has just gone up in price, yeah. um, which sucks as a collector. I own both Punch-Outs. I own Mike Tyson, which Alex yeah. got for me when he went back home. But I also mm-hmm. own the one when he got in trouble. So <laughs> um, it's just weird looking through the list of like what's going up in price. Um, my second Super Mario Brothers three game has gone way up in price. It's the one that came later, where the Bros has moved. Yeah, not that big of a deal, but it's gone way up in price. So, you know, what night's been great. I will say that if you're on whatnot, just make sure you do your research on what the game's worth. Yeah, because sometimes people overbid for no reason and then like a game is like 70 dollars, and you're like that's a 30 dollar game why are people bidding right you need to you gotta have self-control to win to like okay i'm done 
Now, I'm not going to lie. When I was bidding on Brendan's Tempe, I'm like, this is going to be mine. I have never seen this game out. I've done that before, too. There are certain people on the app, I'm not going to name names, but like where I'm in certain places and I bid something. And then uh, I see them bid. And I never see them bid on anything until I start bidding. I'm like, you're just doing this to make the value go up. And this is really annoying. So I'm going to keep bidding. And then, sure enough, I have to pay more because you're trying to just make it go up because you're bidding to make it bid safe. And right. that's against whatnot policy. But it you is. can't really prove that because they do buy stuff occasionally. Um, but yeah, it's just annoying. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's also, you know, what I've seen is you know in chat and some of the nes ones that i follow that are just nes um i mentioned one time like oh my gosh i want that game and like people were really cool about bidding um yeah i i did that as well um that's how i got the dot hack um because people were bidding and they're and i requested it since it was in the back and they're like okay anything on the shelf and then they eventually found it and i got it for like 10 bucks or something because yeah, people are like, let him have it. He asked for it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, but it, you know, what was it the other day? Uh, the one NES one I watched, they had a copy of Bonk, the mm. venture on NES, and they opened it up to prove that it was a legit cart, and it went Good. for six thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, it's as a parent, I can't, I can't do it. Um, you know. Even my even my most expensive game, I did not pay full price for when I bought it. Um, yeah. And I know at some point the market's going to drop, but it, it's so weird because if you if you go to price chart, uh, video game price charting, almost video every video game system is going up. Like Wii is the next one. I feel like Wii games are going to go up in, in price. Um, you yeah. know, and I've got I've got quite a bit for my first whatnot. And there's some ones in there that I didn't think were hits that are like that Pac-Man game I showed you. Mm -hmm. uh, one just sold on eBay for $32. You know what I think you should do next time um, that you do see that Bonk's Adventure? Do it. <laughs> uh, my card, that, that would pretty much max my card out almost. Uh, I guarantee that fraud protection would be calling me right then and there. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And then I'd be like, <laughs> yes. Um, I will say there there are some weird things with uh, whatnot where um, you this happened to a friend of mine. Um, if you use PayPal, don't use PayPal and whatnot. Yeah, because if you do too many charges, PayPal will automatically be like, "Hey, I, we think this is fraud," and then it like tells the bank. And then, like, yeah, my friend went to the bank, and the bank was like, no, your card's good. Like, he told him, like, they're all real charges. It's just that there are a lot of tiny charges at once, and they got concerned. And, um, but he still wasn't able to buy anything on his card for, like, a whole day. Yeah. So, like, yeah. <clears throat> Use your actual credit card on whatnot. Yeah, and I, I will tell you, just bid responsible. Um, you know, I've heard of people, like, getting a ton of cancellations. Uh, and whatnot all the time. There was someone who accidentally pre-bid like a thousand dollars on something on Sunday, and so they had to cancel the thing and then put it back up. Or they they never actually canceled since it wasn't charged, but like they had to like remove the item and then add the item back. 
Yeah, I know. Um, I but know. someone immediately though was like, "I accidentally hit this button because the app froze." And like to be fair, the app is crappy at times. Uh, the, the it won't the, let me hit bid sometimes. This one here, the second one I won. Uh, so Alexis said I had bid like thirty something dollars, and someone put in a thirty nine dollar bid, and it never showed up, and I won. And that guy was pissed, mm-hmm. you know, that I won it. And I even said, you know, sorry, I just was bidding like normal. And they're like, well, he, he won it. He's going to keep it. You know, I know you're upset, but he won it. Yep. Uh, so that happens as well. But, you know, just bid responsible. Make sure that you're bidding on stuff that you actually have the money to pay for. Because as as someone that's going to be a seller on there, that would suck to – uh, and I had that on eBay all the time where people win an auction and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I don't want it now. And so yeah. I had to go through the process of canceling it and then relisting it. But there were other people at that time that could have bought it. So, yep. you know, a lot of these people that are selling on there, like I see some of them are trying to do it full time. So just be aware of that. Yep. So talking about other things that that, that are not good decisions, let's talk about Sony's tone deaf email, uh, Alex. So Jim Ryan sent out an email to his staff respecting differences of opinions on abortion rights. Then he wrote five paragraphs about his two cats' birthdays, their habits, and a desire. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's okay if you want to push what your thoughts are on Roe versus Wade. Um, you know, respect. There's some. There's some other things in here. Um, this is from Jason Shriver, um, at Bloomberg that wrote this. Uh, there was a lot of things in this email. That's not okay. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on that we won't go into. It's it's pretty political, but there's a lot of things going on right now, and to associate the the Roe versus Wade with your cat's birthday. That's not okay on any yeah. honorary level. It, it's belittling the actual events and things that are happening. Like it's, yeah, like it, it's trivial, trivializing it, and that's horrible. Um, yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. I mean, it's kind of a short story to be honest. It's just like, obviously, like these kind of internal emails happen all the time, and they. Basically talk about how, like, um, yeah, it's a multifaceted and diverse uh, place um, holding many different viewpoints and all this stuff. Um, we owe it to, I'm just continuing reading, like, what he wrote. Like, it, we owe it to each other and to PlayStation's millions of users who respect differences of opinion amongst everyone in our internal and external communities. Respect is not equal agreement, but it is... Uh, fundamental to who we are as a company and as a value global brand. Okay, sure. And then to have other things like in lighter news. um, Oh yeah, this is what he says. Would would like to share something lighthearted to inspire everyone. Be mindful of having balance and that it to be mindful of having balance that can help ease the stress of uncertain world events. And he just talks about how like, Hey, it was my cat's birthday. I got cat birthday cakes and um, I um, want to get a dog someday. Like this is complete utter BS. Um, like it's fine. I understand how certain 
big companies and stuff like don't want to do one way or the other because they don't want to lose out on money. Um, I get that. That's not how I necessarily am because I'm an individual, but I get that. Um, however, to trivialize the whole situation and be like, I'm associating this horrible thing, uh, like this, this all the stuff that's happening, and then right, also right. like, hey, here's cat things. Ha ha ha, cats. Let's forget about that. Uh, no one cares about that Roe v. Wade or whatever. Let's talk about cats now because it's like, yeah. Like that's no, that's not okay. <clears throat> Especially, it's interesting though, because how Bungie um, recently uh, declared it as yeah. a direct attack on human rights in their uh, blog post. Um, and they said, uh, "Standing up for reproductive choices and liberty is not a difficult decision to make." Um, but it's interesting as well because uh, Sony has agreed to buy Bungie <laughs> earlier this year. So yeah. um, it seems like. Because Bungie is in a weird place where they're not technically bought yet, they're kind of just allowed to say whatever. But it seems like uh, in actual PlayStation in-house, no one can really say whatever they believe in. Um, yeah. Yet. You know, and I I imagine there's going to be a verbal apology made at some point, you know, because these things leak. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously that was an internal email that, that leaked out to the public. Yeah, there'll be a verbal apology that happens and he will be sorry. And I don't think, and Alex and I have talked before, I don't think he wrote it with any malicious intent. Uh, you know, I, I myself have always been like, if there's a topic that is very controversial or things there, I usually don't talk about it unless I know enough information there. And I definitely don't make a joke after, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really don't think I don't think he was thinking and just was like, oh, I'll bring this up as well um, there. But there'll be a verbal apology. Life will go on. I mean, Bobby Kodak is still around and he's done far worse. Not to say that what he did was OK, mm -hmm. but, you know, if he apologizes in my mind, come apologize, maybe donate money somewhere. Call it. A day. So this is another thing that did come up, though. Um, I don't know if it's actually in this, because uh, you, you brought up donating money. Um, supposedly, Sony um, matches donations. And uh, from previous Sony people, I can't find exactly the, the thing here. Uh, I believe it was kind of funny who talked about it, um, as well as some Twitter posts. Um, for Sony, they, they match donations for certain charities. And they flip-flop. They match it for both sides. Do they really? Because they don't have stances. Yeah. So, like, if someone did um, anti-abortion and then abortion, like, Sony would match a certain amount of stuff. Wow. Um, which is baffling to me that the company doesn't necessarily have a certain stance. Like, I don't know. Like, as weird then, too. Because, like, I guess we're having a fight of who can donate the most. <laughs> To well, make I, the other. I feel like um, Disney's, a, you know, all these giant companies like this, they want to be neutral. And so to make it even, they do that. So that makes, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, but not, there comes a certain point where you can't be neutral. No, um, you can't. But, but yeah, um, that's just something that I um, wanted to bring up. Um, 
don't really want to get too much into the actual thing at hand because we are not a political uh, podcast, no. um, even though it's not really politics, more of human rights. But um, we're also still like, we're not that type of podcast. If you want to go and listen to something and get actual educated people <laughs> to talk about that kind of stuff, um, yeah, there are plenty of other avenues to go and do that. You don't need to hear um, yeah. our bumbling opinions on things. Um, right. Right. So I, I agree. I think he's going to come out with something and apologize. So um, yeah. moving on to the next story. So a big event that happens in Chicago every year uh, is the ACEN, Big Anime Convention. Mm-hmm. Um, they've um, there's been quite a bit. So at one point, you needed to show that you've been vaccinated uh, and you had to wear a mask mm-hmm. and then you had to have a test. And then out of the blue, they decided that they're not going to do that anymore. Nope. Everything's open. Don't worry about it. Um, Yeah. They got a lot of heat because this is a very large convention and there's going to be a lot of people there. Uh, Even San Diego Comic-Con is requiring all these things as we speak, right, for for this year. Um, Yeah. There there are a lot of things about this. I'm trying to pull up stuff because I am – not logged in as myself it's bringing up other tweets that you may like or something and some of them aren't uh safe for work um so uh this was something that they said a while back this was on april 29th this wasn't even a month ago um someone said uh will your covid policy change between now and the show just had to cancel tickets to a different show um because they dropped their mask and vax requirements i really don't want to have to do that for ASEN. No, our COVID safety guidelines will not change prior to the convention. Glad to hear it. And then yesterday, stuff happened here. Um, hang on, I need to scroll back up again, just in case. Um, yeah, and then they basically said, like, due to changes of COVID protocols by CDC requirements by DSCC, um, which is the convention center, uh, Donald stevenson i forget uh, i forget what it is the convention center um, we have a following update masks are now strongly recommended in all indoor locations proof of vaccination and negative covid tests are no longer required um okay so like it's fine if like a company and stuff does things with prior notice necessarily right um however like this was the week of the convention where people can't really make cancellations on uh any sort of uh uh hotel uh plane tickets all this kind of stuff and it's one of the biggest conventions so to have something like this happen um is not so is not the good no um, and, and, and switch it like that is not is not good at all uh if yeah. you make a rule and you gotta stick by your standing then yes um, Especially I, when they said something just not even a month ago, and like they said it also on like the Facebook as well. Like someone also asked, like, because I went to um, a convention in uh, New York earlier, and they had like wrist straps and stuff like that, where like you proved your vaccination once, and then you had a wrist strap for the rest of the events, and you would just show that off. And uh, someone was asking, like, "Hey, can we still pick up our wrist straps on Thursday or something instead?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you can." Um, and that was like not even a few right. weeks ago as well. Um, and then, yeah, just changing it to this. But they did have some updates 
um, today regarding this. Um, so attention, uh, ASEN attendees, we would like to clear up our current mask protocols. These are the locations where ma uh, face coverings are required. All guests and planners, events, the dances, exhibit hall, artist alley, gaming hall. So like they kind of pedaled back on their thing, but it's just mask protocols. Um, they're still not requiring right. vaccination or tests um, stuff at all, which is bad for something that is this big out of a convention. Because um, like um, even when I was in the anime NYC thing, um, I'm pretty sure actual. Uh, yeah, you had to be vaccinated in order to get in. I don't think there was any exception. It wasn't even like recent COVID tests. Right. Um, right. Maybe it, maybe it was for like kids or something who like couldn't get them just yet. <clears throat> but um, yeah, you're still not requiring that. Um, then it stuff is like highly recommended. Like this, they basically pedaled back and like were more specific of like, oh, just kidding. Masks are actually um, required everywhere essentially. Um, but like this doesn't, um, yeah, this doesn't help because plenty of people have already canceled. Um, people are upset about the event in general, about, uh, being so flip floppy about this and wishy-washy. Um, so like, what's to say, like, they won't change something again. Um, right, right. So, I think, I think yeah. this is where somebody didn't have their stuff together. Because if you're going to make decisions on switching protocols for something like this, where you, it's important, uh, you got to make it before the week of. Uh, so there are a lot of different things that leaked about this. I'm not really including um, people who spoke out. Supposedly staff members didn't really know about any of this kind of stuff. And it was up to the board of this convention and stuff that really just decided on like, hey, we don't want to do this because... Uh, too hard it's too hard to do this kind of stuff so um yeah so they pedaled back on this kind of stuff but um yeah um it's it's annoying because people want to be safe especially like people like yesterday were freaking out like people right. in artist alley people in exhibit halls who are they going to be there all day they want to be safe and they want to um make sure that like they can't back out because this is too late for them to back out. Otherwise, they would eat a loss um, from having like a um, panel or a booth or what have you. Um, but now it, everything's required, or mass at least are required in those areas. So I guess that's good for those people who are kind of stuck. Um, right. So that is something. But I'm curious how many people are dropping out because like they went back on their word and like did this so fast and random um yeah it's just a bad taste in everyone's mouth um yeah you can't really just trust this um convention nope. i mean you can't trust a lot of the conventions honestly anymore so well and it's just it's, it's sad because um there are a lot of people that would want these safety protocols in and, and, and alex and i are not preaching on anything uh again but you know, when you have these protocols set, there are people that want to go to a convention with these protocols set. Yeah. Because it's a safety thing. And it when is. you change it the week of where it makes it difficult to not be able to lose money, that's not okay. So 
Um, you know, I, I hate when this happens when, when business takes over safety, it happens way more than it should. Um, yep. that is that thing there sucks. Uh, and it sucks to the people that didn't, that lost money off of it, like a lot of money. That's where it sucks. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it, it seems like there are quite a few people who are just now not necessarily boycotting it, but like, yeah, just like not going to go now. I guess. Yeah, I guess that is kind of boycotting. Um, just like not going now out of spite because it's just like, well, you changed something once and you, I don't know, like shame on you. Like, I'm not trusting you ever again. Right. For something like this, because like this could have been a lot worse and you could have if you said it like this, then maybe people want to have canceled in the first place. But you didn't. So well, and I think it was Colin that always said, <laughs> Colin always said, vote with your wallet. So, yeah, you know, well, the problem is as well, you can't get refunds. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks. Because they did it the week of, so you can't get refunds. For my ticket personally, um, we got rolled over um, because I was originally going to go in 2020 and then it got canceled. And then 2021, it got canceled. And then I finally got... Uh, a 2022 badge in the mail and stuff. And I was thinking about maybe going a day. Um, maybe like I wasn't going to go with my normal people, but like at least go a day um, sometime that weekend. But no, I'm not now. Like, especially just out of spite. Cause like, this is ridiculous. Like don't, yeah. don't well, mess with the customer. And if people, if people don't show, then um, unfortunately the vendors that are there, they paid all the money to be there. They're going to be like, we're not coming back next year. Because yeah. this, so it will eventually hurt their wallet by yeah. doing that. So, for sure. Well, moving on, let's talk about PlayStation Plus because they released their list of some of the things coming out. Uh, we have a date um, mm-hmm. when everything comes out. Uh, I am looking through this list here. First off, there's a lot of games. Um, there are a lot, a lot of games, and. Um, I mean, I guess we can read off a lot of them. Um, I mean, I guess I can if you want to just go through some of them here in a second. But uh, yeah, this comes out. What was the date? June? June 10th or something? June 12th, I thought. Okay. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I'm but, not seeing the date here. Uh, Alex, I actually looked at this list beforehand, had some conversations before. Um, and. June 20... Oh, wait, wait. Um, I don't know if this one actually tells us the date. I think it's just the list. This is annoying. Because it's so long. Uh, Uh, Let's see. Launching just a week away in Asia, May 24th. Followed by June 2nd, Japan, North and South America, get June 13th. June June 13th for us, and June 23rd for Europe, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, and we were looking at the list. Um, So they haven't broken down by what category these come in. So uh, the first list here has PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium uh, and Deluxe Plans. So if it's got like... A double star next to it it's 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 a different one um I, I before we start going through the list alex and i noticed something that almost all of these games except for a few were already on playstation now yep because this is just combining playstation now with another service right 
So right now it seems like it's just a lot of this costs us nothing and we'll get more money because you will spend money on PlayStation now now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like there are like like you said, yeah, those three services. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know about it. And we'll go into more detail here in a second after we go through all the games. But I'm I'm not too sold on this just yet, I will say. Yeah, um, I was under the understanding. My thought was is they were going to have a lot more PlayStation 3 games and they were going to have a lot more PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games was my thought. They probably uh, still could, but this is a launch and I guess they don't want to invest in a launch just yet. So they're just giving you all the PlayStation Now stuff that's right. already available. Um, I will say, so like, yeah, there are three plans. There's the extra premium and essential, I guess. Essential is what you already pay for for PlayStation Plus. So if you're playing like $60, um, it says here, uh, a monthly refresh will occur the first two of every mo- Tuesday of the month for PlayStation Plus Essential player, uh, plan and higher tiers as well with new PS4 and PS5 games added to the service. And yeah, that's exactly what happens right now. Um, right. And then, yeah, the other um, things as will get you all the other games that are added to the service as well as the things that you can add each month. So like there, you're getting everything. Once you go to the highest service, you are getting every single thing out of it. Um, Which I think and, it was like a hundred and trying to think of the price. It wasn't one hundred and twenty. Yeah, we, we calculated it once. I think it was one hundred and ten dollars a year. One hundred and twenty, maybe. I think it was one hundred and twenty if you paid for it all at once. No, maybe it was cheaper. I think it was cheaper than that. I think, I think it was more expensive if. Uh, I think it was 120 if you did it monthly, but then if you did it something else, then it was like 90 or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Um, which which is it bad because now here's the thing is like uh, I was reading some of the comments before what stuff we're going to talk about this, and someone's like, well, Xbox Game Pass is 14.99 a month. Yes, but there's a lot on Xbox Game Pass, a lot of stuff and like new releases on there. You know, yeah. But also the annoying thing is with Xbox Game Pass, which is a good thing about this, I guess, is that um, Xbox Game Pass, you can't buy yearly. You can only buy monthly. Correct. And honestly, I'm kind of thinking about canceling my Xbox Game Pass for now because I don't use it right now. So, like, I'm really thinking about canceling it here soon, at least for a while. Um, So, like, yeah, if they had a yearly thing, you want to get a cancellation out of me. But because you're making me do it monthly, I'm thinking about it um and we could go through this list here we'll just kind of take turns reading some of these off um yeah yeah for sure um yeah yeah, i guess i can read the first list here um so this is for the extra and premium tiers i guess so premium will have two stars next to it um let's see extra and premium okay extra and premium is one thing and then deluxe is another thing okay um that's annoying. Why is extra and premium like a name of something? Um, that's one name. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this uh, focuses on high quality titles um, into the PlayStation Plus service for players to enjoy. I'm pleased to share a selection of the content will be available for PlayStation Plus extra and premium slash deluxe plans. Uh, PlayStation.com will be updated with this game launch with this game list when it launches in your region. Um so PlayStation, these are all pretty much PlayStation Studios games, and there's some uh, uh, third-party stuff as well. So 
Alienation from Housemark. Um, I guess I'll say when it's PS5. Otherwise, everything else is going to be PS4. Uh, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone, Dead Nation Apocalypse Edition, uh, Death Stranding, and Death Stranding Director's Cut. So yeah, PS4 and PS5, which is interesting because I, I kind of want to play Director's Cut. Um, so to have a yeah. free way to play it, that'd be cool. Uh, Demon Souls for PS5. Destruction All-Stars for PS5. Everybody's Golf, the game that they just shut down servers for. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ghost of Tsushima uh, Director's Cuts. Um, so PS4 and PS5 versions of that. Uh, God of War, Gravity Rush 2. Okay. Um, Gravity Rush Remastered. There we go. I was wondering why. what happened to Gravity Rush. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Infamous First Light. Infamous Second Sun. Knack. The big one. Uh, Little Big Planet 3, Loco Roco Remastered, Loco Roco 2 Remastered, Marvel Spider Man, PS4 though. PS4 Marvel Spider Man. Uh, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, uh, PS5 and PS4 version. Uh, Matterfall, Medieval, uh, Patapon Remastered, Patapon 2 Remastered, Resogun, Returnal, PS5 exclusive game, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, um, the remake from Japan Studio. Uh, Tearaway Unfolded, Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, The Last of Us Left Behind, which is DLC, uh, Until Dawn, Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection, Uncharted Thief, Let, uh, Thief's End, um, so Uncharted 4, and then Uncharted Lost Legacy, and then Wipeout Omega Collection um, for PlayStation Studios stuff. Um, then for the third parties, it goes uh, Ashen, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I guess is part of that like weird Ubisoft plan thing yeah. as well, because like that's going to be included within this PlayStation thing, um, which is mentioned in like a different article, I believe. Um, so like that's why it has like three um, asterisks on here if you're looking at with us. Um, Batman, Arkham Knights, Celeste, um, let's see City Skylines, Control Ultimate Edition. So that's PS5 as well as PS4. Uh, Dead Cells, Far Cry 3 Remaster, Far Cry 4, uh, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, For Honor, uh, Hollow Knight, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which is interesting, but that's I feel like that's going to everything right now. Oh, it um, is. It's a good game. From what I played, I really enjoy it. Um, see, that's PS5 and PS4. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 for PS5 and PS4. Uh, they spell this weird. Naruto uh, Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 for PS4. Um, NBA 2K22, um, both systems, 4 and 5. Uh, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2, Resident Evil, the remake. Um, Soul Calibur 6, South Park, uh, the Fractured Butthole. Um, the Out... <laughs> that, that title. Yeah. Uh, the Artful Escape, which is PS4 and PS5. The Crew 2. And Tom Clancy's The Division for PS4. Now... We were also talking before that a lot of these games also have been PlayStation Plus already. Or the PlayStation Plus, when you get a PS5, they have that giant catalog. Yeah. Now, obviously... City Skylines, Celeste, yeah. Control, um, Batman Arkham Knight, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition. Like, there's a bunch of these here. Yeah. Uh, God of War. Yeah. Um, but Death Stranding, Director's Cut... Um, Ghost to Shima director's cut. Those are some pretty big titles. Miles Morales is a big title. 
the Spider-Man on PS4 is kind of like a, I mean, now I bought my Morales, Miles Morales. I bought the one that had everything, you know? So I don't think you can buy the PS5 remastered. I bought the Miles. I think you can only buy it in the Miles Morales yeah. complete edition. And that's what I bought. It came with the game yeah. of the year edition digitally. That's what I did. And I, it looks amazing on the PS5. It's so good. Um, I love that game. You know, better than Batman. In some aspects, I would say yes. Uh, Take it. Uh, but I mean, those are those are pretty good games. But I feel like it's not anything to be like, oh my gosh. Now here's where it gets crazy. So the classic games category is next: PlayStation Plus Premium and Deluxe. Um. <clears throat> so here's where it gets a little much like we were i know we were talking about it earlier but um so these are playstation plus premium and deluxe members will have a select selection of popular games to play with some titles will show that will show improvement of frame rates and higher quality resolution created their original launch versions um for select PlayStation PSP Classic Games members will also enjoy a new user interface menu that allows you to save your game at any time or even rewind when you want to do a do-over. That is actually pretty cool to do. They have save states for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's totally taken from Nintendo because Nintendo has save states on their you know, upgraded stuff there. Um, so let's look at some of the list here. So we got PlayStation Studios. Uh and these these were all if there are anything besides original PlayStation, I will I will say, but we got Ape Escape, Hotshots Golf, IQ, Intelligent Cube, uh, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, and Stardust Portable, which is a PSP title. Uh, third parties, we have Mr. Drill, Tekken 2, Worms, World Party, and then Worms Armageddon. Um, so those games, I, I guess I was wanting more. I guess I was wanting something more from PlayStation one. Uh, there's like, I wanted Tenchu. I wanted, they already did Tekken two, which is okay, but there are other better Tekken games than Tekken two, you know? Yeah. They have such a library. Like, I feel like this is just not a good list for these you know what i mean i agree like this is just stuff that kind of already exists so they just um they're just like this is easy let's just put it in here now i do i i've been wanting to play ape escape again recently although i don't know which ape escape this is um for that one um because i'm pretty sure the ape escape 2 for ps4 that i guess spoilers we're going to talk about here in a second um that's also on ps4 where you can buy it with trophies and stuff they use the european version because there's something like with like the the voice actors or something like uh, yeah they don't want to pay them because it's uh they the licensing or something because like the the voice actors i guess for ape escape 2 in particular i don't know if it's the same thing with ape escape 1 um but they were the voice actors uh from like uh the old like pokemon games or movie or tv show um anime so like it like the main character i think was like ash ketchum and then like misty was the girl 
So like it was just their voices. Um, but then yeah, they had to change the the names and stuff for our version uh, or for uh, the newer version that we got. So yeah, I'm honestly I'm curious if uh, there are any changes in any of these. I'm also curious if um, they talk about frame rate and stuff, but um, hopefully we are getting the original versions first yeah. as well unlike the playstation classic thing that we got which had a bunch of yes uh pal uh you know um pal roms on there so then it was uh not good and very frame rate well, because pal isn't uh 30 frames well then they have other the, the next two lists here are remixed uh remasters of uh, so yeah, these are all PS2 games. Yeah. Or, uh, wait, actually. PS4. Hold up. Um, the first list are all PS2 games. I want to say. Yeah. They've um, been remastered and put on PS4. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, and that would be Ape Escape Two, like Alex was talking about, Ark the Lad, Dark Cloud One and Two, uh, Phantom Vision, Hot Shots, Tennis, Jacks Two, Three X, uh, Combat Racing. Jack and Daxter, the 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 first one, Rogue Galaxy, Siren, and Wild Arms three, and then the third party is Bioshock Remix, uh, Borderlands Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, Kingdoms of Armalar, and then Larry, um, Larry, uh, Lego Harry Potter Collection. I wish it was Larry. Laser yeah. shoot Larry. Give oh, me, that, give yeah. me that. Those are definitely a Steam game. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like so far, like I was stoked for when they were going to do this because I wanted PS2. I wanted even PSP because there was a lot of games that I just didn't play. Um, uh, we had talked about, you know, Crisis Core, mm-hmm. you know, which would be a perfect game on there. And here we are. And now, granted, we have a couple weeks before the launch. Um, yeah, we might get some happen. sort of like plan for the future similar like how nintendo does where like here's our launch stuff and then here are some titles that we plan on on the future um you might get something like that um i think that's gonna be i think that's what's gonna have to make or break it um and as you read the playstation 3 ones uh this list is a little bit better but not great i feel like they missed on a lot of what they could put on there yeah so these ps3 ones um yeah, the new PlayStation Flush will offer uh, PS3 games to stream and play on PS4, PS5, and PC. Um, these are not original, non-remastered versions of PS3 games. Um, they're available with uh, cloud streaming. Uh, here's an early look at the selection of original PS3 games available. Right. Um, so again, these are PS3 streaming games because they still can't figure out how to natively or emulate uh, a PS3 on other architecture because it's so messed up on the way that they made them originally. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, PlayStation Studio games. Uh, I guess, yeah, these are all PS3 games. So Crash Commando, Demon Souls, which is interesting. Like, if you get the bigger version, you get both Demon Souls. That's kind of cool, Yeah. Um, in my opinion, because I like the first Demon Souls a lot. Uh, Echo Chrome, uh, Hot Shots Golf, out, out of Bounds, Hot Shots Golf, World Invitation, uh, Eco, Infamous, Infamous 2, Infamous Festival of Blood. That's cool. You're going to get all the Infamous games. That's pretty cool. Um, Loco Roco, Coro Coro Reco, Recho. I don't know. I don't play Loco Roco. 
uh, Motorstorm Apocalypse, Motorstorm uh, RC, Puppeteer, which is weird because you also got Puppeteer Remastered, I think. No, that was Tearaway. Never mind. Yeah, that's um, right. S- same, same studio. Uh, Rain, um, Ratchet and Clank, Quest for Booty, Ratchet and Clank, Crack in Time, Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus, Resistance 3, Super Stardust HD. So you're getting your Super Stardust portable earlier on PSP, and then you're also getting this one for PS, uh, PSP and then now PS3. Uh, Tokyo Jungle, which hmm, interesting. Uh, when Vikings attack, and now third-party people, Zera's Wrath, which is like one of the most expensive games right now. Uh, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow 2, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Enslaved Odyssey to the West, which is like Journey to the West, but really interesting. Uh, Fear, uh, Lost Planet 2, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare. So was it just that version? Yeah. So you can okay. buy when this came out. You can either add on to yours, mm-hmm. or you can buy a disc, which is just this. Which here's what's weird. weird. If you I've never not, played Undead Nightmare, right? So, but if you never finished Red Dead Redemption, this is going to be like a weird storyline. Um, but the cool thing was you got some really good guns. Uh, I used to play Red Dead Redemption all the time online, and it was cool yeah, playing here. it on the zombie mode. Um, mm. But they're like weird because they take a lot more shots to get down. And you usually don't have enough bullets. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I stopped playing Red Dead Redemption the original before the zombie stuff came out. So yeah, I never, I never got to play the zombie mode stuff. Um, I'm not gonna start with PS3 here to be honest, um, no. because uh, yeah, again, these are all streaming, and we all know how well streaming works for regular PlayStation now uh and other stuff and just imagine how it's gonna be here uh it's probably not gonna be super great it's not gonna be worth it unless they actually fix their architecture um it, it's probably worth it for pc i guess yeah, um that is but cool. like yeah it's not gonna be worth it um for like other people though because like uh yeah unless they fix that architecture um and you don't have uh good internet then like yeah no one's gonna buy into this part of it um but that's why they included this stuff with the PS1 and the PS2 stuff, um, because they knew that no one was going to buy PS3 on their own. Right. Um, that's why. That's why they made it more expensive for the final plan. Um, and then I guess I'll go to this last part here really quick. And then also with the final plan, you also get time limited game trials, which is interesting because everyone who I've heard talk about this, they're like, "Oh, you're just getting, oh, cool, time game trials, awesome." So like they're just going to flip a switch and a bunch of games will just have game trials. No. It's only like six games. Um, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, Horizon Forbidden West, um, where the PlayStation Studios one, which is weird, because like Leg- Legacy of Thieves Collection, why would you play that as a trial? Like you have um, you you have the PS4 games already. Like I, I guess they're not optimized for PS5. But, like, you already get the PS4 games included for free. Right. So like, I don't know. At this point, just add this to the I would, collection. I mean, I would tell you that it is, like, a big significant difference, graphically-wise. I uh, agree, but at the same time, like, why have this here if, like, this should just be a part of the collection. Already. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, but, yeah, these, like, like uh, trials, like... You can play it for two hours for most games. And uh, the counter only counts while you're in the game. So you can stop and play, stop and play. And all your save files and trophies and stuff will carry over to your actual purchase. So that, 
it is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, there's also Cyberpunk seventy seven, <laughs> um, twenty seventy seven, uh, Farming Simulator two, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, and WWE two K twenty two, the game that Zach won't shut up about. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a third party. Uh, yeah, time time limited game trials for that. It's interesting. It's not worth it, honestly. Like that's a dumb little thing to sprinkle on top um for both of these plans um and i feel like they're just dipping their feet into what this service is going to be about they've always been like this is our service you know three four games a month every month that's it right and i feel yeah, like they're just testing I, the water i guess but it's too safe um I because agree. like you were saying, there's nothing really there to show us. Like there are a couple things here that are kind of interesting, like all the PS4 and PS5 games, but that's the medium tier. Like um, you don't need. Um, wait, oh, actually, wait, no, the PS5 games you need the higher tier. Um, but like the yeah the actually wait, what games need that? No, this is the medium tier. Okay, so the extra and premium requires is for that's for like Assassin's Creed, like that's all for all the Ubisoft stuff. Okay, so yeah, yeah. the the regular tier that gets you PS4 and PS5, or the medium tier that gets you the PS4 and PS5 games, um, like you could probably just live off of that if you really wanted to, yeah, um, because these um, or just do the regular PlayStation Plus, honestly, because none of the stuff is really doing it for me. Like I want to play Ape Escape, I want to play Ape Escape too. I can probably just buy Ape Escape and Ape Escape 2 somewhere. They're expensive games now, but honestly, I'd rather just play them on the actual console I mean, at this point. I, I guess my biggest disappointment comes from the PlayStation 1 and 2 games in PSP. I feel like there should be more. But you are not kidding. When it comes to like the PS3 games, Asura's Wrath, that thing's expensive. Um, you know, Yeah, but it's also only streaming. So yeah. like, it's not... It's not enticing. Yeah, but I like the PC aspect of it, though, of being able to play on the PC. They just have to make sure it's working right. Um, but I think PS Now, you've been able to play on PC for quite a while. So like, I don't think yet. it's anything too no. new. It's just that now, yeah, it's underneath the PlayStation Plus umbrella. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not doing it for me. If they give me more of lists, if they, if they give me a cooler... Uh, PSP games and more PS1 games maybe that I'd be actually be interested in. Then maybe, maybe I'll do something it about it. It should be interesting but, to see uh, what happens in July. Like, so it's been out for about a month, not really a month, but in the C, because it looks like the PlayStation Plus Essential is going to be like the same it was the first Tuesday of every yeah. month, right? Yep, but yeah, the, it's uh, the exact same thing that you're in right now. Yeah, but same price and everything. premium and deluxe are going to be more money, um, but it's going to be it's going to be in the middle of the month where they release those, right? Yeah, I believe so. And then those, though, um, since if you already have PlayStation Plus right now, um, you should be able to um, uh, pay at that time for uh, like a... I forget what that's called. Um, I forget what that's called. But basically a cheaper price because it's already through the year. Yeah. Um, I can't think of what that prorated. term is called. Prorated, thank you. Yeah, that's prorated price. Yeah, so like that—that's a thing that 
is happening. So they probably will get a ton of people just because it's already in the middle of the year. So they're like, oh, well, I'll try it for a prorated price. Sure. Um, but um, I don't know if I'm going to just because, yeah, there's nothing here that's really enticing me at all to grab it. Yeah. And I, I guess that I was excited when they talked about PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, and PSP, uh, and even PlayStation 3. And we were even talking like on PlayStation 3. They obviously have some Capcom games, so why not, you know, Street Fighter Cross Tekken? Or, you know, for the PlayStation 1, why not, you know, Brave Fencer Musashi? Or for PSP, you know, there's just so many games that get it done. Now, granted, this doesn't come out till next month. Maybe we'll see something else between then. I no, doubt we will. Just, yeah. But, you know, what should be interesting is July. July should be a bit interesting month because... Uh, number one, they're going to start pushing for this to be the next big thing for holiday. So I I hope they do like a big show. Um, I know right now Microsoft has already set up to do a big show in June, which would be E3. Mm -hmm. um, when Sony does their show, you know they're going to spend some time talking about this plan right here and what their overall plan is because this is a good look. Okay, this is what our plan is. Okay, but what, what, I mean, is there more? Like, what is your plan going forward with us? Okay, so, so I just noticed something. Um, it's kind of been marketed poorly. Um, so there is a plan here for Classic Games Catalog, and that's for PS1 and PSP. Um, the only PS2 games here, like I said earlier, are the remastered ones. Yeah. Um, it makes me wonder if we're going to see any more PS2 games. Unless they are remastered with trophies. I, mean, I, I hope not because that's the whole point. It's everyone wants to play PS2. That, yep. I mean, that console was the highest selling console of all time. You have people that are my age now, and they, like, you know, even you, they grew up on the PlayStation 2. So they need yeah. to, Obviously. yeah, they need to add that because those games are just going up in value and it's hard to get. Plus, they have to buy the hardware. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Sony. Let's just see what happens in June. And I think, like I said, they're gonna do. They're gonna spend some time on it with their presentation that they do it in June. They do it in July. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Man, that was a lot for your ear holes. Uh, it was. It was a lot. Uh, we do want to do our shout out of the week. Our buddy Zach has a very good wrestling podcast called Squares of the Circle. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, Zach is a friend of the show, and if you guys could go and support him, they are on Facebook um, there. But check them out on all major platforms where you would get your podcast. Our podcast, the audio launches uh, every Wednesday morning. We do this, and then Friday on our YouTube. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, join the conversations there. Um, you know, we also would love to get your guys' idea for topics. So if you have a topic idea, throw it out there. Um, if you want us to do a whole show, yep, so visual people, we've got it pulled up here um, on Spotify. Great podcast. Uh, yep. If you are into wrestling or anything like that, definitely check out their podcast. Um, but yeah, we would love to get topics from you guys. So 
hit us up on one of our platforms there. Um, I mean, that's all I've got. You got, you got anything here, Alex? Um, yeah, just hit us up everywhere. Um, go to all of our socials. Um, yeah, if you're on Facebook or if you're on, um, YouTube, go ahead. Yeah. Leave us comments and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we're on, we're on everything as well. So, That's um, right. for sure, just check us out, do everything, all that. And, uh, next time, uh, get at it. Get at it. Thank you.